Welcome to the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. I'm Kim, your host, and I play Flossie Lee. I have this little bucket and it has all of my little things that I like to use and it has a little ducky and a loofah. This is Chad, RGM. He plays Gideon Nyko and Wade. Could you please turn off these laser grids right now? This is Christy. She plays Rin Hudson. I kill him. Here's Jane. He plays Hentong. This is literally the worst shit I've ever seen in my life. And Steve, who plays Dr. Arthur Ezekiel III. Please don't let me get shot by pirates today. up this episode so we've escaped from camp tuan and we jumped did a wild jump and got away from that that horrible horrible planet which is completely covered in heckworms and bowling balls through no fault of our own so now will the heckworms like like quickly evolve a bowling ball based sort of ecosystem on that planet we will have to play to find out maybe some other time we'll come across that planet again ugly shoes and shirts (laughs) it becomes a bowling alley planet bowling based life forms that's great i love that so and we wild jumped we're about a a three days travel away from a freebus actually so that was a, a very fortunate stroke of luck that we had so we have the crew has about three days of downtime before we reach our destination. So let's just take the little bit of time that we have and do a couple of cramped quarters rolls. Uh, and we are going to have our guest here, Will Bilson, is going to make a couple of rolls just to kind of get to know the crew a little bit better. And then we will get to our destination. So what I need you to do, Will is roll 2d6, well, first choose a member of the crew, and then roll 2d6, and I will tell you uh, what we need to act out. All right, Zeke. We got a seven. All right, so let's see. Uh, So that uh, seven to nine is reveal or discover the answer to their question about an aspect of yourself or your past. So... uh, Will, you need to, something about your past gets revealed to Zeke during this interaction. It doesn't necessarily have to be, he straight up asked you something and you answer it, but it could be an observation that Zeke makes or just based on something that you do or something that you say, or just the way that you are. And it is accurate. So where would the two of you meet? I know the ship's on autopilot at the moment. So everybody has a lot of downtime. Actually. Yeah. His observation is uh yeah he just finds me uh checking on something under a floor panel in the uh medical bay in the pod and uh yeah sees i'd uh, hidden a uh, duffel bag that duffel bag i brought on board in there 
So, Zeke, I guess you are going in to check on Hintal's vitals, possibly. And then you go in and you see there's uh, Will Bilson is pulling up one of the panels of the Honey Badger 1 and pulling out that duffel bag that you carried into the ship for him. What's going on there with the duffel bag and the floor panel, which I try to keep firmly attached to the floor usually? Oh, this, uh, oh, yeah, I was just, uh, oh, I was just, uh, Checking on my stuff here, and, uh, oh, yeah, it's just passing through. Checking on Hentile, actually, and, well, yeah, I had my stuff here. Just, yeah, I was looking for a spare, just an empty place to stow it, you know, so it wouldn't get in the way. Don't want it floating around when we go into maneuvers and stuff, knocking anyone. So, yeah, found a nice, secure place to stow it here. There's Good and secure. Right. There are other places besides beneath the floor, you know, like lockers. Well, oh, I, I suppose, but I didn't know if you'd let me, you know, if I had, you know, locker privileges or anything. There's a bunch extra, so. All right, well, well thank you. I'm glad to know I have locker privileges. I mean, now I got it here. I can go ahead and just leave it here, though. I mean, it's good. Hey, I'll just put this this panel right back down, and you don't need to worry about it or nothing. You know, I don't know that I need to believe, I necessarily want to believe somebody who tells me I don't need to worry about something. Do you want to just let me know what's going on with the duffel bag? Well, uh, look, uh, you know, between you and me, because you've been real good to me and nice and helped me out with those, uh, that, uh, that, uh, space rabies scared I had. That, those babies are scary. That's a scary business. So. That's right. Yeah, I do appreciate that. So I'm going to be straight with you. And, uh, well, yeah, uh, yeah, perfectly honest, I, I don't know exactly what's in the duffel bag. Uh, it ain't really that well. The fella I'm carrying it for ain't the sort to uh, like questions like that and so on. You know. You know what? It's not even the most illegal thing we've done. I'll give you a pass on this one. Just uh, somewhere besides the medical bay. There's ooh. Uh, talk to Flossie. She knows where all the best hiding spots are. All right. I suppose and, I can do that. Yeah. Really, no questions asked. That's good. That's good. All right. Well, that was interesting. And give me another role and choose another member of the crew. Oh, highly Sarah is also on the ship. I just wanted to specify that because we are transporting her and Hental to a Freevis. Right. How's she doing after the uh, oh, she's fine. dog fight? She's fine. Rolling maneuvers, she's throwing about in. the ship. She's in. Yeah, she strapped herself in. She's good. All right, Willie. Well, uh, yeah, I feel like I haven't had much chance to uh, meet Ren. Oh, dear. <laughs> Mother of God. I hope you like oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> or punching awesome. things. Well, well, let's see what happens. What'd you roll? Uh, six. Six. Describe what caused the newest hurt feelings or bad blood between the two of you. It should be easy. So, so first of all, where would you two encounter each other on the ship? There's a number of things. There's the galley. Everyone loves the galley. There's the entertainment center. There's other people's quarters. There's Gideon's shower of all places. No, the galley. <laughs> I'm making up a fried meat paste sandwich, and I offer her one. And uh, 
she might not take to it so much, and that might hurt my feelings some. I don't know. Let's see. I don't know. It looks like Christy had an idea of something she'd be oh, mad you, at you about. No, so. no. no, I didn't have an idea. Oh, no? I, I just oh. figured pretty much anything he did. Would... <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so he offers you, uh, you come walking through the galley. Oh, the smell is just filling the whole ship. Mm. This fried it meat It smells paste. like fried meat, meat paste. paste, which on a spaceship, this probably isn't real meat. No. It's meat-like paste? It's soy. The fried speed. Meat-flavored soy yes, it's paste. Speet. <laughs> speet. Fried mm. speet sandwich. Oh, yeah. Mm. Cream of speet. Oh. Just like Momotron used to make. Momotron? <laughs> 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 All right, so how does Ren react to the smell of most of the ship being filled with the odor of fried speet. It smells delicious. A lot better than food I'm used to. Yeah, hope you don't uh, mind me using this pot. I mean, there was a little oatmeal in it. I went ahead and cleaned it up. That's fine. Well, yeah, these are about ready. Here, here. I, yeah, I made a little extra. Here, you want one? Sure. All right, yeah. Sure. Sizzle and flip them and get a couple of uh, slices of space bread and serve them up with some uh, spayonnaise. And spayonnaise! <laughs> have myself a nice fried meat paste sandwich. All right, and you offer one to Rin. It's very good. Wow. Thank you. Rin likes it. She really likes it. Glad you like it. So what's in that bag of yours? You keep carrying it around. Oh, uh, I, I, well, I was going to talk to Flossie about that. And, well, yeah, I was supposed to move it. I haven't figured out a new place for it. And, uh, well, I suppose I told Zeke, uh, I guess if I'm on the ship, everyone I know, uh, just so you know, I ain't rightly sure what's in the bag. Well, shouldn't you look? Probably not. It could be dangerous. It could be dangerous to look. It could be dangerous to have on our ship. Oh, it probably is. Well, then we need to look. Well, no, we ought not look. Oh, I think we do. I mean, the fellow I'm carrying it for, it's got this lock on, and he'll know if I opened it. And, well, yeah, this is, you know, how these sorts of contracts go. Yeah, we're not part of that contract. <laughs> Legally speaking. Well, he did also mention that he had already told Zeke about it. Don't go like I'm going to trust thing. anything Zeke gives an okay to. Thank you. You don't have to be additionally angry at me about yeah, anything Doc at all. Yeah, Doc said it's okay. I figured he's a, he's a pretty clever fellow, so he ought to know what's up. Right, that gives me more reason to need to look. I mean, uh, like I said, it's got this lock on it, and, uh, well, it's locked for first thing, and I don't, I don't got no key for it, and uh, second of all, yeah, I'll be able to tell if it's been fiddled with, pretty sure. Why don't you come with me? Leave the bag here. It could be dangerous. Leave it behind? That's like this is the galley. It's the bottles. safest place on the ship. <laughs> There's so much kitsch in here, it'll damper any. That's you true. Know, That's any, very if true. If it explodes, the shrapnel will hit the Bessie. We're, <gasps> I'm going to lead Will to an airlock. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, wait, okay. now, wait a second now. No, I, it's perfectly safe in there. Uh, yeah, I, I just, sure it is. I, 
we don't know you, and I am not comfortable with the situation. I just need you to stay in there. Oh, how about we'll lock I'll, it? I'll just stay with you. That's fine. No. No. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. So Ren is going to stuff Will Bilson into an airlock to keep him in one spot. It's the most secure place because I mean he's not going to get through it. Okay, I think uh you would have to make opposed strength checks. Okay. <laughs> Is there a uh, control panel within reach that I could turn off the artificial gravity at least in this section? Well, let's see what you roll first of all. All right. So, uh, just straight strength. strength and plus any brawling skill, since this is going to be grappling or wrestling or uh, dealing something with involved. critters. Dealing with critters, yes, I think Rin at this point counts as a critter. critter? <laughs> I'm not sure Rin ever counts as a critter, like a calico critter. <laughs> I'll add one luck to it. I have no idea how you got the skill dealing with critters, but I'll allow it. <laughs> Uh, I actually didn't add dealing with critters. That's more dealing with actual critters. Uh, it's a 12. 19. Oh, the six explodes, though. Uh, 14. All right. Well, I think you just get shoved into an airlock. Hey, now. Well, I guess this would explain the, the hurt feelings <laughs> and bad blood between the two of you. Yes, it would. I do not like being shoved into airlock. This is the second time actually being shoved in an airlock, isn't it? No, last time wasn't in an airlock. Y'all were just threatening me and stuff. Or no, you, you mind-raped me. That was right. No, you were unconscious. <laughs> you were unconscious, though, so it's we okay. We were checking you for spabies. Know. Yeah, you were getting checked for spabies. So so after Rin shoves Will Bilson into the airlock, what does she do? Call a meeting. I think we have a situation here. Okay, so Rin calls. Situation. Yeah, Rin calls a shipride meeting. We all meet what in the galley? Yes. Okay. Where the bag yes, is? Are you? Um, what do you? First of all, when everybody shows up in the galley, where is Rin and where is the bag? I am standing next to the bag that's on the floor. Okay, so everybody walks in. I haven't touched it and sees uh, Rin standing next to a duffel bag, a duffel bag that looks familiar, and Will Bilson is not here. What's up, Rin? Uh, Will Bilson's duffel bag may be dangerous. He doesn't know. I put him in the airlock for now. What? Uh, what? <laughs> to keep everybody safe. You put him in the airlock to keep Wait, us safe? We don't know. His duffel, if the duffel bag's dangerous, why'd you put him in the airlock? That's my question. What if it's not dangerous? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not sure I can argue with that. I feel like I should be able to argue with that. Right, but I don't think I can. <laughs> okay, so who's going to fly this? And and how did we get from? It's on autopilot for the moment, right? We just need to. Do we have some way to scan this for explosives, or can we X-ray? Ready? Do like a scanner? Something? Gideon raises his hand, and says, "I, I have engineering scanners." Well, that'll work. That might help. We can help. do both. He literally pulls one out of his pocket and pushes a button while staring at Rin the entire time. <laughs> pushes the button as it as he runs it up and down the bag, and then he looks at the readout, and I don't know. Uh, let's okay, okay. Well, 
highly questionable. Okay, so I'm I'm imagining that this is probably something that's not immediately dangerous, but could potentially get us all in trouble. So what would be in the duffel bag? Have you seen that series, uh, Altered Carbon, mm-hmm. where everyone's consciousness is stored on those little chips? Oh, whoa. Yeah, it is a bag of, uh, I don't know, there's some race of people somewhere that upload their consciousnesses into the cloud or whatever, into these chips of, to achieve immortality, and they're in the bag. Duffel bag. You've got a city's worth of a bag of, of souls. Right? A city's <laughs> worth of oh goodness. And, and just to just to add the the topping on the shit Sunday here, <laughs> it it knows that Gideon scanned it. That's not. That's gonna create issues down the road. So Gideon he he looks at the readout and he raises an eyebrow and says, "There's." Oh my god, it's of, full of people. It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, this is he he shows he shows you Zeke. And that, that is si- simultaneously really cool and horrifying. Yeah, that's whoa. Uh, oh my gosh. What? Uh um uh we could try to explain it to your end, but you probably wouldn't understand. But let's Is just it going to kill us? No. The bag, technically, this duffel bag is completely, completely full of people. Unless the storage systems are overloaded, in which case they might explode. They must be very small. <laughs> you could say yes. that. After a fashion. The, the duffel bag is full of extraordinarily tiny people. In a suspended animation state. It, yeah, just think about it that way. It, it, it hurts like less. Like little cryo... Dolls? Something yeah, like that. Mm, yeah, and um, the the bag picked up my my scanning waves. I'm not sure what that means, but he turns off the scanner. But I'm sure that is something that won't even come up in the future. Weird. Yeah. Very. Okay. So not immediately dangerous, just very weird. Questionable. Possibly unethical. Right. So at least it's not sputum. Right. It's only souls trafficking. If you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Well, could they have been willing? Yes. They were definitely willing when they were put into the storage systems. Okay. Okay. I'll go get Will then. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and we should not speak about this. Ever. Again. <laughs> yeah. And as Ren walks off, Gideon whispers to Zeke, he's like, we need to keep this bag away from Flossie. <laughs> I may have told Will to ask Flossie where to hide the bag, oh. but we can undo that particular bit of damage. Are you going to erase his memory? No, no, no. All I can I'll just volunteer the space under the med bay again. There we go. Okay. So Rin, Unless you want to give him space in the engine room for these. Yeah, no. Okay. We have lockers. Uh, <gasps> Let's stick them in with Hentol. Yes. 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 Okay. Okay. All right. So, so is that a luck roll? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just seeing like you just open up the container. Hentol like twitches a little bit, almost wakes up, gets a duffel bag shoved in his chest, and we close it again. Like like opening and closing a dryer fashion, yes. but it doesn't shut off. Yeah. Yes. 
You do it fast enough so it doesn't kick off. You open it, you're practicing. You're like, you're like all Indiana Jones thing. All right. That was wonderful. And Ren, uh, so Will, you're standing in an airlock with nowhere to go. And then you hear like a, a buzzing sound and the inner doors open and there's Ren again. Uh, oh, hey. Uh, mind if I go ahead and get out? Oh, just into the hallway's good. Oh, no, you're f- okay. you're free. You're good. Yeah, I'll get out of the airlock. Uh, so, uh, no hard feelings. All right. <laughs> good. Of course. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. No, no, no. No, that wasn't a statement. That was a demand. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, so, uh, about that bag. Mm-hmm. What about it? Yeah, still in the kitchen. I believe so. We right. we found out it's not going to destroy the ship or anything, so so you're fine. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Hope you didn't like scan it or nothing like that. I think the thing's got like sensors I don't, on it. I don't understand this weird sciencey stuff. I don't All know right, what they did. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah. I was gonna go ahead and just stash it somewhere so it's out of the way, if you don't mind. No. Be my guest. Oh, yeah. I was going to go ask uh, Flossie about that. I'll go. Flossie, you were at the meeting. I was, yeah. Okay. And Bill's going to try to find Flossie. So where would he find you? Because I'm imagining we go to the med bay, shove the, the bag in Hental's tube, and then we could just go back to the alley. <laughs> right, yeah. Like nothing I changed. Finish that, our coffee. Yeah. I think that she would be walking into the med bay like... At the same time that you guys are walking out. Okay. Um, Do we high five each other? <laughs> <laughs> no, you, no. Problem you would, solved. I'm kind of like, it's kind of what I'm imagining. Like, like they're, they're chatting and like, oh yeah, we'll do this and that and the other. And, and then Flossie comes up on them. Like, hey, hey guys, what are you, what are you doing here? Nothing. Stay out of our head for like a week or two. Uh, okay. Maybe. We, we. We stowed the bag. It's okay. Oh, well, that's good. Hmm? Yeah. Oh, come in. Uh, oh, hey, guys. Uh, oh, hey, it's a party hey. now. Yeah, it is. Yeah. We're just all here. How you doing, Will? Hey, hey, Zeke. Uh, I left a bag in here. You wouldn't happen to have seen it. Um, It's very safe right now. We very found a safe. secure hiding spot. We didn't even have to ask Flossie. All right, that's good. Got somewhere, like, shielded from scanners. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Or, uh, Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, not a whole lot of activity going on in there. So when we land on a Freevis, will you will get that bag back? Oh, that's good. Uh, all right. Well, uh, yeah, it's only got tucked away, safe and secure. And like, like I said, guys, I really hate to just bring you into stuff, but it seems like you guys are up to your own adventures and whatnot. So, you know, maybe I can cut you all in on the payoff and stuff once I go ahead and drop this off. Actually, yeah, you all are headed to a Freebus too. That's a heck of a coincidence. That's a... About where I had to deliver this thing. Huh. Normally we ask Flossie about criminal things. But, you know, hey, I'm, I'm all for a cut. Yeah. we. I mean, we need shields on this thing in a bad way. And repairs. <laughs> <laughs> yes, repairs would be nice, too. Oh, yeah. Paying somebody else to repair the ship for a change would be kind of nice. Like we don't continue to provide you free food and board. And all the excitement you could ever want. And a shipload of friends. You offer me literally. more excitement than I want. 
but we're all friends. How many friends would you have if we weren't here? The exact same number. <laughs> Just Wade. Got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of, how's Wade doing? He, he's fine. He's, it's fine. No problems at all. And so, speeding up time a little bit, we end up landing on a Freevis. Back at the, you know, our favorite spaceport, which mm-hmm. is close to the hospital. I was going to open the cryo tube. Oh, you can still open the cryo tube. <laughs> We're just close to a hospital now. So we get uh, to the spaceport and we radio ahead. You know, say, hey, we got another cryo tube we need Linus to look at. And a half paralyzed doctor. <laughs> yes, who is still paralyzed. I'm mostly better. Yes, but that shuffling walk thing is kind of way too, yeah. like, Old school Bombies. science horror. Bombies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so are we going to transport Hental to the hospital ourselves or are we no, going let's, to No, let's call, call one of them ambulances. <laughs> okay. Kim's raising her hand. Oh. And I'm kind of afraid so to call he, on her. <laughs> so this would be the moment then when you send in the the, the the gurney or the whatever kind of transport device they bring this thing out I assume out it hovers, with. yeah. Yeah. Um, so Flossie would be, um, sitting in front of the cryo tube, holding the bag, trying to figure out how to open it. Okay. So we go to, to get the cryo tube and there's Flossie with a duffel bag. Hey. How? How did this get in here? That's the craziest thing. I know. How did you, why did you get in there? Well, I came in here to check on Hental. And the door and, just popped well, open? No, I opened it to get the duffel bag out because somebody obviously put it in the wrong place. Nope, that was the right place for it at the time. Oh. How's Hental? Is, did you shut the cryo tube again? <laughs> no, I straightened, out, I straightened him out. So Flossie has the bag and we're going to transport the yeah. tube. So <laughs> we uh, you know, we have like, I mean, we, it's a spaceport so we can get access to little like wheeled transportation as we load the cryo tube onto it okay so we're both riding segways <laughs> with a cryo with a cryo tube hovering behind us so the ship's doctor is, probably needs to go with hentai gideon gideon's going to go because just you know flossie's going to fuck more shit up apparently yes so where are rin and uh will following along well yeah i'm gonna the sheik taking the bag. Are you taking the bag with you, Flossie? No. All right, leaving it there. Yeah. It just didn't belong in the cryo tube. It was very confusing. All right, hey, uh, Ren, I was going to go just uh, maybe uh, drop this off real quick. You mind come along with me? Sure, if you need me. Yeah, uh, I'll get you a drink. Okay, let me get changed real quick. I'm going to put on my wraparound skirt and my floppy hat. Yes, I heard You're going to put on your please? I love a Freevis t-shirt on? Yes. Yeah. Really? You're dressing yes. like a tourist. Just okay. We're tourists. Sure. Mm-hmm. How everybody else is dressed. That's, I'm fitting in. With or without sunglasses? Without. Okay. Without sunglasses. Without. But I have a flap. Oh, that's right. She's got the flap. Okay. It's like built-in storage. Okay. Well, that's okay. So those two are going to drop off the duffel bag full of people. People chips? People chips, yes. People chips. And uh, we're, let's Can't go to the hospital real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're going to go uh, with the hospital crew first. So we get to the hospital. 
call on Linus. Linus meets us there, sees another cryo tube, and and this crew and the crew, but but uh, highly Sarah came along with you, and he sees Li- she sees Linus, he sees highly, and they hug. He's like, "Oh, I'm so glad you're safe." And Linus looks over at the rest of you, says, "Who's in the tube?" Hental. Oh no! And highly explains to Linus what happened that. Uh, Cam Tuan found you on that uncharted planet and fired some weird bolt at you and Hental jumped in front of her and took the hit. And now he's, he was seizing and unconscious. So they stuck him in the cryo tube and Linus also looks over at you. Zeke says, are you okay, Zeke? I think I took some splash off the hit that, that, uh, Hental took, which is odd because we have very different biologies. Yeah, and if he hits you, if they hit you with something that would paralyze you, it should have. Except didn't, just a little shuffly gate now. But maybe, maybe I could, you know, commandeer your big, powerful hospital scanners for a few hours. Well, let's go plug Hental into the machines first and see what happened to him. Right. Uh, so he, as you are, you're doing that scene where everybody is walking along as the cryo tubes being wheeled into walking along. Singing a song. No. 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 But this is how Hental would want it to be. I award you no points and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> uh, he's looking at the, the medical readouts and, and uh, you know, when you looked at it, you saw that the symbiote, the nervous system of the symbiote was highly damaged and that led to what was going on with Hental. And Linus sees that and goes, oh, that can't be good. What can't be good? The bolt that, it looks like the bolt that Hental was hit with just affected the symbiote. And then he just looks over at you, Zeke. Says, that that is odd. I think we will need to do further testing. Excellent. Um, I didn't know that there were weapons that specifically targeted symbiote life forms. Neither did I. Oh. It's a worm ray. It's a dewormer. No. <laughs> Give him the dewormer. Yeah. All right. So, so that's going to happen. There's going to be a lot of medical testing that's going to go on. Rin and Will, power couple. All right, Will. You, appar- apparently, you have to deliver this duffel bag to somebody on a freevis. So, why don't you set up the scene? Describe to us what part of a freevis you need to go to and where you are delivering the duffel bag. It would be. Uh probably a sort of a a shady bar on sort of a rougher side of town um yeah it'd be a sort of a haunt of uh, various uh, crooks and ne'er-do-wells okay so like a a really like a divey kind of bar in a bad side of town so you guys probably like hail like a, a hover taxi to get there and you you step out of the taxi at the bar there's you will with the duffel bag, just looking at the bar, getting ready to go in. And then there's Wren stepping out of the taxi in her big fluffy hat and wraparound skirt. And I love a Freevis shirt. Oh, that looks good. Uh, you do look pretty nice in that stuff. You bring that uh, big old sword of yours, right? Oh, yes, of all course. All right, all right. Have Lady Boner will travel. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. What do you do? Who goes in first? Oh, I will. Okay, Wren just goes walking on in. Busting on into the the bar and the rough and tumble people inside of it, 
they stop and they all just kind of look at you. I'll uh, bust in right behind her and uh, give a big smile. And uh, I, I probably know a couple of folks in this bar. Yeah, you probably do. Uh, one of them in particular looks, sees that you walked in and says, hey, Will, I think your girlfriend's lost. Oh, uh, yeah, it's a uh, random mind her. She's uh, she's got a particular sense of style. I think particular is the word. She's good folk. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, boss around. Yeah, let me go get him. And he sees that you have the duffel bag. And so he gets up and he goes, he goes in the back. And uh, while while this is going on, you know, there's people are just eyeballing you. They're the bartenders there cleaning a glass and just giving you like the nastiest look. Rin guy looks like he's never smiled a day in his life, and he has like fresh stitches in his forehead. Do you have virgin margaritas? I haven't seen a virgin in 27 years. <laughs> well, the last virgin we had in this bar. Bill uh, just laughs. I'll have a whiskey. The bartender pours Will a uh, whiskey and you get just margarita mixer. <laughs> no ice. <laughs> Lemon lime juice. In a dirty glass. It's a mason jar. <laughs> that looks yummy. It's very sweet. And after a few minutes, the uh, the guy comes out with the uh, the boss. So, uh, we'll describe the boss. She is a uh, yeah. She is a uh, big woman. What's a uh, race of people we might see who are a little uh, bigger than humans, a little more boisterous, and so on. I got I got an NPC from Instagram. Oh, we did. Yeah. Oh. Sindari. Yeah, it's a Sindari woman. Okay, Sindari, so very larger than human, kind of more muscular, robust. Robust lady. You don't uh, really mess with them. Yeah, she, uh, no, typically not. Although she's, uh, yeah, she's dressed in uh, nice, uh, mostly uh, black, uh, but a uh, very nice sort of uh, coat and uh, clothing with uh, gold, expensive looking jewelry. And this, uh, Spopium cigarette holder. She's puffing on as she comes out. So she comes walking out and sees you, Will. Says, you got the bag? Yes, ma'am. I got the bag right here. Yeah, you you drop it on there. So <laughs> yes, it is. apparently Kim got a suggestion for the name of an NPC and Remora Smoothbreast came up. So I guess that's <laughs> the boss's name. <laughs> that's from the Circle of Nerds podcast. From Circle of Nerds. Circle that's, of Nerds. That's great. Yes, indeed. All right. So Ramora Smooth Breast gestures you, you. You put the duffel bag on the bar, and she looks at you. She doesn't look too happy with you, Will, as you, you take your sip of whiskey, and she says, so uh, our sensors say that you scanned the bag. Or what? No, I, I didn't scan it or nothing. I, you folks didn't scan it or nothing, did it? I, I don't know what our engineer did with it, honestly. Oh, oh no. Well, yeah, I mean, I am a little late because, uh, yeah, there's a little problem with the company ship. and uh, I don't give a shit about your problem. Well, all right. yeah. You but, scanned that bag. No, I didn't scan the bag. I swear to that. Uh, the bag was scanned while it was in your possession. Well, that may be uh, uh, true, but did you try to scan it again to make sure? No, I think, you know, I, I, I can't. I can't put my trust and energy in people that aren't going to follow basic, simple directions. You were told not to scan that bag or there'd be consequences. 
uh, and Ren, you start noticing because you you always notice stuff like this. The a lot of the people in the bar they're starting to get up and encircle you and Will, and some of them start pulling out like small blades and weapons and and all that. And he goes, and I, I you know, we're just gonna have to terminate this business relationship. Well, 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 now, 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 now. Oh, I'm sure it's worth something to somebody else. We could take it somewhere else, and I'll take out my sword. Swing. Whip out your lady boner. Yeah. All right. So you just uh, pull out your sword in this this bar where people are encircling you, and a couple of them step back, but others are just like, it's comical. You're, you're a tourist in a floppy hat with a probably a prop sword that you got somewhere, like a toy store for your kid or something like that. And so a couple of them laugh, and one of them just just dismissively just goes and makes a grab for the duffel bag. I kill him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to roll first. Okay, it's gonna say I kill him. <laughs> we got to see what the dice say, or else it's arbitrary and madness. We have to. You know, yes, use yes, the dice. yes. Details. Um, how beefy does he look? Uh, he looks like he's had a rough life. Okay. I'm going to um, set two aside for damage. Is that how that works? Yeah, you set two aside, and then it adds one damage die to your ultimate okay. damage. So. so I have an oh. extra damage, and I'm going to add a luck die. Okay, and also, he doesn't. He didn't see it coming, because you're just going to swipe at him as he's uh, not paying attention to you. So you get to add two dice to your roll. Thirty-two. All right, so roll your damage. Um, don't forget to add that extra damage die. Six. Two is twenty-five. You kill him. That's what she said right at the beginning of this fight. All right, so you guy goes to grab for the bag, and you just slice him in half, and he falls over dead. And everybody in the bar just all of a sudden's like, "Oh shit!" Um, do you have a reputation score? Mm. Should be under rep. Rep. Where would that be found? Uh, it'll be under your attributes. Yeah, it's an attribute. You may not. You have to do some special, take some special classes, basically. To oh, I have four rep. You ha okay? You have four rep. So I want you to roll. Do you have you have intimidation? Yes. So give me a rep and intimidation roll. Six. That's two dice. Six total? Okay. Six total. Well, six is your rep if you have four rep, and then what's your intimidation? Oh, well, yeah, four, the, four rep is point? one die. Would die. Yeah, right? score four is one die, and then you have... My intimidation is one. Yeah, you know, let's add about four dice to that, because that was fucking scary. Um, six. So now it's 19. 19? Okay, I think that's enough to... You even the odds a little bit more, like half the people just kind of like back down. Somebody leaves. Oh, I didn't realize this wasn't my fight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how'd this knife get here? <laughs> this isn't where I parked my knife. Big over. boss smooth breast is uh you know, yelling orders at her men, you know, calling the ones that are running away cowards and I'll go ahead and uh yeah, pull my pistol and pick up the duffel bag and sling it over my shoulder and say, Well, if our uh business arrangement is terminated. I'm sure I can find another buyer elsewhere. Are you going to fire or just keep your gun at the ready? I will keep my gun pointed at uh, 
at uh, Madam Smoothbreast and but start backing towards the door. So you do that. As you start doing that, you know, she just gives the orders for everyone who's left to attack. And so they're going to do that. Would you fire? Yeah, I'm going to take a shot at her and bolt through the door. All right, take, take a shot at her. Agility plus my shooting stuff. Yeah, plus pistols or And then I get another stuff. for aim. All right. Yes, you're aiming. All right, and I will add one of my luck to this. Just for that. Eagles. All right, what do we got? Ooh, two sixes. We got 12, 15, 20, or 27, plus two exploding sixes. Uh, 33. You hit her. With this old... Uh, uh, firearm. Uh, yeah, roll damage. Although, yeah, my damage is super. Um, a nine. All right. Well, you hit her pretty squarely in the shoulder, and she yells out in pain. Doesn't seem like she's very well armored. She probably wasn't expecting a fight, or at least a difficult one. Uh, at this point, uh, the bigger guys are going to go for Rin because she's the scary one. What's your uh, range defense, Rin? Range is 14. Okay. One person hits you. One misses. Barely. And the third one misses you. So you only get hit once for your soak is eight, so it does no damage to you. So the guy shoots you with a ballistic weapon, it like bounces off your, like you basically just slap it away with your metallic arm and- I smile. Yeah, smile at him. Okay. I think she just invited you to the dance, mister. Yeah, I think the the three guys that just fired at you, they just turn and run. (laughs) And all that's left is boss Smoothbreast, who's going to pull out some weird looking plasma weapon and she's going to fire at will what's your range defense there will 14 all right yeah that's a hit and she is going to do six damage to you all right i got four soap so you take two damage it's a plasma burn too so it, it hurts ah. Damn, that thing stings like a mother. It's like Tar Nation. <laughs> okay, so that was her. You acted now. Hey, it's Rin's turn now. I will attack her. Since she doesn't seem like she wants to give up. No, you're just going to go running at her with a sword? Yep. And I will leave one out for damage. Two out. Ooh. Um, 14. Wow. She, you, she actually dodges out of the way of your swing. Oh, this is not going to be as easy as you thought. Uh, Will, you're, you're up. Yeah, I will, uh, yeah, I'm over, uh, kind of by the door there. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and kick over a, uh, table 
to sort of put up a little barricade between me and Big Scary Lady. Which one? <laughs> the one that's currently, uh, that most recently tried to kill me. Okay. Most <laughs> recently? <laughs> they have. They both have something in common, actually. And, uh, yeah, I'll sort of uh, take cover, find it. After doing that, do I still have any action left to take a shot? Yeah, you can take a shot. All right, I will, uh, yeah, I will take a shot for diving behind cover there. All right. Since you are behind cover, you would get, uh, let's see, uh, she would definitely have a penalty to hit you. So go ahead and roll. Uh, 15. All right. Uh, that would hit her because you're hitting her with a ranged weapon. For three. Three. Okay, you hit her again. And now it's her turn. She is just going to, she's going to haul back and try to punch you, Rin. Bring it. <laughs> so what's your uh, melee defense? 28. 20, oh, wow. She got a 26. So she goes to swing at, so she takes a swing at you. How does Rin deal with this? Does she Dodge it? Does she catch it? What, what's going on? Uh, she dodges. Okay, so you just move out of the way yep. really quick. And now it's your turn. <laughs> Looking at her straight in the eye. No, what, I'm going to bear hug her. Okay, so do you have to uh, make a roll for that? I don't think so. I don't know. Did you, see, did you write down a page number that it was on? No, I just wrote down grab and squeeze. <laughs> Restrain condition, 1d6 damage at start of their turn. I can move half speed. but Okay, so that's going to be like a wrestling check then. Mm-hmm. Give me a strength and wrestling roll. I don't have wrestling. Brawling. Brawling, brawling. whatever it is. Strength and brawl. I'm rolling like crap. If you have any extra luck, you can use it. 24. Oh nope, that you you got her. You grabbed her and you squeeze her in a bear hug. That does one d six damage, so six. Oh geez, she's she's hurt. You start hearing like her her bones start uh, creaking. Do I have enough time to bash her head in? <laughs> uh, yeah, on, pri- on, on the bar. Seeing as how <laughs> she's the only attacker right now and she's kind of immobilized, yeah, you can. Bash your head on the bar, yeah. like suplex style, or or what? No, ladylike. ladylike. Just smash it into. Oh. I'll grab the back of her head and smash it. So gets another brawl roll. Twenty three. Yeah, you're able to do that. Now roll damage. What is damage for for a head <laughs> smash? Um, an unarmed strike is it, a d six. One d six. I have one d six plus three for unarmed here. Yeah. Uh, five. That's actually enough to knock her out. With all the the shots that she's taken already, you just slam her face in the bar, and there's a loud crack. There's blood. She slips out of consciousness and slides off the bar and collapses in a heap at the bottom. Will, do you want to finish this? Yeah, I don't think we need to leave any more of a mess at this moment. Uh, we ought to get out of here, though. I don't think we're too welcome in this neighborhood anymore. Okay. I'll leave a tip. 
You leave, <laughs> you leave a tip, and you both walk out. And as you walk out, the bartender rises up from behind the bar. He looks around, sees the aftermath, and goes, bartender always lives. <laughs> that's right. And he picks up the tip. And so that's one thing. Back to the hospital, a montage of you know scanning and, and medical science-y type stuff going on. Uh, the cryotubes getting scanned. They hooked a bunch of machines to it. You're being scanned. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> you get an enema for some reason. <laughs> Not another enema. It gives you a sense of accomplishment. Not me, bum. Yeah, no. <laughs> Not, no, no butt stuff. And uh, they do all the scanning, and Linus is very interested in the results because, you know, Hental, the sim- symbiote, took some damage. You, however, also took some damage from the same weapon. Linus did get uh, like a saliva swab from you and ran it through the DNA sequencer. And turns out you have some uh, Fentac DNA. I want to understand the biology for a second. If your host mates with another elitzi for instance they would be elitzi right right there, there's no way that the the symbiote's dna becomes no. part of the no. child no. okay no so how i don't know i've never seen anything like this i didn't know our dna could be combined with human dna Right. Uh, who, if you wanted, if you wanted to find out more about this, who would you ask? Because I got nothing. Um, your parents, maybe? <laughs> nope. Okay. No, uh, I don't have any recollection or known records of my parents. Well, I mean, certainly, I mean, going back to your origin would be a good starting point. All right. The orphanage. And then? I don't know. But anyway, good news. Good news. I think I can fix your paralysis and Hental's symbiote. Good. Yes. I need you to hold still while, while I inject these nanites into you. How still? It's going to hurt. <laughs> you get shot up full of nanites. It wiggles. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Linus has the, the a canister of the nanite. Not a large one, but kind of like similar to the size of what you were injected with. And he puts it in one of the ports in the cryotube and just twists it and the nanites go in it. How come you couldn't have knocked me out for uh, fucking unconscious people always get better treatment i'm not gonna make you go into hibernation just to give you an injection suck it up zeke doctor fine and so so uh linus hits a couple of buttons on the cryo tube and says well it looks like the nanites will have will do their job in the next few minutes so did you happen to oh i don't know 
get a look at or even the actual weapon that Cam Tuan used? It was a gun-shaped kind of thing. It fired a blast of something or other. <laughs> um, I don't know. Ask, ask Flot. She might have been there. And, and Hental was definitely there, too. And Hailey, maybe they got a good, better look at it. Gooder. Gooder. (laughs) More gooder. Hold on a second. Uh, Flossie, you hear Linus's voice in your head. It's like, Flossie, did you get a good look at what Hintal was shot with? Oh, yeah. Yeah, what'd it look like? Like this. Oh, that's interesting. That's like no gun I've seen. Me either. It doesn't really look like a gun gun. I don't know. Well, whatever, whatever this thing fires, it affects Fentac DNA. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So, what did the tests show? Um. Well, it affects Fentac DNA and anyone that happens to have been spliced with Fentac DNA. Apparently. <gasps> The clones. Zeke's a clone. Zeke's a clone? You're Zeke's a clone. a clone. Oh, shit, I'm a clone. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm a clone now. There's always two of me. Could that have something to do with well, Uncle Linus? There's no more of the clones. We took care of them. But how do we... Uh, Wait, no, I'm not in the room. Never mind. <laughs> well, if if I'm having a conversation with him and he's having a conversation with you, and the Linus head, is like, "Whoa, whoa, too many people talking to me." Hold <laughs> on, okay. Yes. So you were probably created with Fentac DNA, Fentac and human DNA. You're like some kind of weird hybrid, uh, right? Except we blew up the clone uh, ship. Okay, you're here. What? What purpose were you made for? Oh. Okay. Doctoring, obviously. Oh. <laughs> Super efficient at <laughs> it, too. I'd say, thinks myself, that ain't the Fentax side of you, I'll tell you that. <laughs> this is interesting. I think it requires further research and study. Oh, goody. Yeah. I mean, like, you need to do some research into your background, it sounds like. Yeah, probably. Um. I can leave you a blood sample, but I'm going to want to keep going with, you know, oh, we already crew. have your DNA Excellent. sample. And at this point, the cryo tube like dings and opens. Bing, fries are done. <laughs> your, your food is ready. <laughs> I don't know why it says that every time it pops open, but it's hilarious. <laughs> Linus just squeezes the bridge of his nose. <laughs> sure. And Hental sits up out of the cryo tube. Oh, is Hental awake? You're awake. Well, you did hear the ding and the loud announcement that says the fries are ready. (laughs) (laughs) What else would that mean? (laughs) And Linus's head went, ah. (laughs) If Flossie would be going, running in. What in the fuck is going on? Where are we? Uh, Linus looks at you, says, Hental, you're on a freevis. You're in the hospital. You got shot by something that disrupted the nervous system of your symbiote, but we use some nanites and I kind of reverse the damage. So there shouldn't be any lingering after effects. When did I get shot? Um, you were shot by, uh, 
Cam Tuan on the planet where we rescued Hailey. No, the planet we wild jumped to after we rescued Hailey. When did we get to Hailey? Because the last thing I remember was being sent to go save her. So we got to Hailey, and then we rescued her from the bar made out of spud. No. No. <laughs> no, the spud bar was a pirate bar. I have distinct memories of that. Lord, your memory is Swiss cheese. No, what happened was you had rescued Hailey from a really dangerous place on a planet. Planet Catoli. Planet Catoli, and you wild jumped to get away from Cam Tuan, who was lying in wait, and you ended up at an uncharted world where you <coughs> ate a whole bunch of Kahlua spig, Kahlua spork. And played in the sand. Yes. And the next morning, Cam Tuan attacked, and you, Hental, had dove in front of Hailey to take the shot for her. And all of that came from Dr. Zeke's voice. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. So Linus is, he's doing the medical scanner on you, looking at your eyes, says, how are you feeling? Uh, loopy at yeah. best. Okay. It, bit, it's of a, gonna... bit of a blotchy memory system here right now. Okay. Well, hey, at least your nervous system is functional right now. Give The nanites are going to, it's going to take a couple of more days for the nanites to do their work and then you'll pass them naturally. Okay. Okay. So hospital food for the next couple of days? Uh, no, I mean, according to this, you're kind of good to go i mean are you ambulatory can you walk let's he, find out yeah, he helps you up you can walk and goes you know what if you can you know you can walk on your own and toilet you can leave done let, let's go no please go to the bathroom first Antal. oh what's the after roll for that okay no, <laughs> roll lock. do i make it no, to the bathroom no you can do it. seven do you I shit myself or do I hit the toilet? You, no, you succeed. You succeed in using the toilet. There Huzzah! we go. It burns. No, uh, my leg cramps up. Oh God! <laughs> Fell asleep while I was pooping. You Awkward. get the you get the piss shivers. <laughs> All right, that's, a little bit of dribble down the gas. Yeah, that's that's a guy thing. Um, anyway, so fuck my life. All right, so Hansel, you are fine. You get the all clear to leave the hospital. Um, so by the time everyone gets the all clear and hence all can leave, uh, will and, uh, Ren, you guys are clear of the bar. You have the duffel bag. Do you go meet back up with the rest of the crew? All right. Yeah. Let's, uh, go on, get, uh, out of here. Uh, actually, before we get, uh, back to the crew, let me go ahead and, uh, Hey, uh, taxi driver, can you, uh, stop us by this, uh, shop up here? Uh, yeah, that place looks like it sells some, uh, luggage. Cool. Uh, sure. And he, so are you asking to be dropped off or do you want him to leave the meter running? Yeah, leave it running. I'll just okay. be a minute. All right. So you go. Just stay here at the bag. I'll be right back. <clears throat> I'll, uh, run in. Okay. So you run in, you get a similar looking bag and come back. So while, while he's shopping, the, the taxi driver trying to make small talk with you, Renz, as so as your, he looks at you, looks at the way you're dressed, goes, is this your first time on a Freevis? No. Oh, all right. Well, you must keep coming back. We love, we love to have you here. I love the fish tacos, fried fish tacos. Oh, the, the twice fried fish yes. tacos. Oh, uh, which, which food cart did you go to? It was Sammy's. Mm, okay. Sammy's is kind of okay, but not nearly as good as Wexler's. Where is that one? Well, you know what? Uh, where are you headed to? You're headed to the hospital? The hospital. 
you know what? I will, I can drop you off. It's right close by the hospital. I can drop you off at Wexler's and then you'll have like about a good, you know, two block walk to there. Oh, that'd be perfect. All right. Well, great. Glad I could help. And uh, Will comes back with the with a duplicate duffel bag and taxi drives off, drops you off at Wexler's. At a, at a twice fried fish Well, you stand. need to try these. They're amazing. All right. Yeah, just a minute here. I'll uh, go ahead and just uh, take out a uh, pocket knife and cut open the uh, duffel bag. And uh, It's not full of tiny people, Rin. It's full of, like, computer chips. Those are yeah. people. Oh, I'll take a look at those, too, and be like, huh, you know what these are? I thought they were people. Oh, well, uh, must be worth a pretty penny, whatever they are, much as uh, she wants them. There, let me get them loaded over. Go ahead and transfer them to the new bag. Leave the old bag behind in the cab. Just sort of stuff it under this front seat there. Okay. So you do that. You get out. Are you going to try one of these twice-fried fish tacos at Rin's Insistence? Yeah, I'll try a fr- okay. twice-fried You fish both taco. have it, and they are. They are good. I mean, mm. these are these are the twice-fried fish tacos on a Frivas. Oh, dang, these are good. What sort of fish paste do you use? Oh, they we use the actual fish. Uh, the actual fish? Yeah. They, they, like he holds up one of them, and it's like this big kind of... It's an ugly fish, but it's tasty. Uh, what the hell is that? It's a big mouth spass. That, that doesn't look nothing like the picture on the tubes. Yeah, no, well, we use the... we. We're on a we're planet side, so we use like the real animals here. Uh, oh. None of this processed stuff. Huh. All right. Well, they sure are tasty. Oh, good. I'm glad you like it. Tell all your friends. All right. And you guys go to the hospital go to uh, meet up with the rest of the crew. All right. So you head on over to the hospital to meet up with the crew, and we will pick it up next time. This podcast is sponsored by World Anvil. Light Light up up the the forge. And use our code CONSOLE at dieharddice.com for 15% off your next order of dice. That's C-O-N-S-O-L-E. For information about this and other episodes, including show notes, social media links, and more, please visit our website at chaoticgoodnesspodcast.com. Want access to subscriber-only perks, such as bonus content, Discord server access, World Anvil partnership benefits, and other swag? Click on the donate link at nerdsmith.org for details. Thank you for listening to the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. Come back next Monday for more chaos. Jesse, what is Champions of the Earth? My Champions of the Earth is a live play radio drama hybrid about Power Ranger, Voltron, crazy action. Does it have teen romance? It has teen romance. Hey guys. And um, hey, hang on a sec. And what else does it have? Is there cool abilities? There's cool abilities. There's an original game system that we're playing together uh, and beta testing. Hey guys, I mean, this is kind of important. Can you? Okay, call in just a second. We're trying to tell people about Champions of the Earth. It sounds Um, really cool. There's uh, so it's a cool mix of high school drama, superpowers, and there's Mech combat. Yeah, but right now, there are monsters coming over the horizon. What are we going to do, guys? We're going to get out of here. Ah! Marcy, save us. Hang on. I got this.
find us wherever podcasts are downloaded. Check us out at championscast.com and go have yourselves an adventure.